Welcome to the second best Hope Punk podcast focusing on WWE's NXT. We're next up NXT. I'm the spatchcocking, dishwashing, get out of my house because it's time for me to watch NXT and son of a gun. My name is Kyle. That guy over there is Nick. He hasn't said anything yet. Not yet, but I'm impressed with all those words you said. Yeah. Do you know what Hope Punk is? Hope Punk? Yeah. I don't like having to say those words <laughs> together. Uh, but no, I don't know what that is. I think the fact that you said you don't like uh, automatically gets us out of that genre. No, it's relatively like a new thing that was going around. I think it got its start on Tumblr recently. It's called Hope Punk because there's been a been a renaissance for more positive uh, thinking okay. instead of being cool and dissing everything you know how how it's been cool to just be negative on everything there's been a movement yeah, to it, be cool there's and been positive. sort of a social sickness of negativity i'd say that i've yeah. that i have uh, fully participated in in the past oh yeah me too I, it's easy so i, I want to admit that but but yeah, yeah it is and, and and you get to i think hopefully you you grow up and you look at you look at yourself and you say uh you know being that negative um, really, it's just sort of like you're putting a sad soundtrack to life for no reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you're choosing, you're choosing to just decide that everything tastes bitter and and every every weather is uncomfortable and like in a lot of ways, like the story you're telling yourself becomes your reality. And so that's yeah. why I think that whole uh, knee jerk negativity is is a bad. It's addictive too. For me, it was like and this is going along with what you're saying, it's justifying the way I feel. Like, I feel negative. So right. something else, I feel bad being negative. I feel bad being in the spot that, I've, that I'm in. So I'm going to be negative on this thing because it's sure. worse than me. Like, something has to be worse than me because that makes me feel yeah. better. You know? Yeah, you know what? It's, it's sort of an ego-defining thing. Every time you yeah. do it, you take a look at someone else or something else, and you say, that's bad, that's other, yeah. and it helps you define yourself. Um, but it's really just ego. It's not really you. you know? yeah. it's, it's, your, it's your little imaginary clay man of yourself yes. that you're desperately trying to keep his legs from buckling, but the clay is like shitty and... Uh, <laughs> It's not really you. Like you, you could just step back and smash the the thing, and it wouldn't matter. Yeah, Ooh, we're yeah, getting so, deep on this one, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think we fall into that hope punk because I think more often than not, we we try to be positive about. Well, we are positive about NXT. We love NXT. Um, True. There are some elements, you know, that happen, and we're I, me particularly have been negative on certain things, but not too could much. Be. And I try to find something positive to say about it if I'm being negative. Uh, i.e. Nikki Cross, like I said some negative stuff about how I felt about her character, but then I was positive about some things. So, you know, sure. I feel like we still fall into that hope punk genre. So I'm going to list well, that as one of our new I've, genres. How many times have you been at a job or in a teamwork type situation and lead, leadership, whether mm -hmm. it's you or someone else, has to say, uh, you know, don't, don't come with a problem unless you have a solution. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. So, uh, and then, and then I think of myself as a fan, I'm like, well, there you go. I don't really know that much about how they do all these crazy things. So maybe my solutions aren't great, but it is fun <laughs> to speculate about the story because the story's good and we care about it. Right. So 
I think you like it's a fine line just like having fun talking about where the story could go, how you feel about the story, because that's another thing too that I think's legitimate. We're just sort of watching it, a thing we like and feeling feelings about it. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'll you know, I'll be honest, uh maybe I I uh had a bad day and that's why I didn't like something. Or right. maybe it wasn't that good and it didn't connect with me and I didn't like it. Uh at any rate, we're just sort of reacting. That's that's my whole it's, point. Yeah, I I got you. But we just had Thanksgiving, and I'm thankful for you, Nick. Oh, I thanks. Got, I have to say that. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Thankful for you, Nick. Um, yeah. I, Not you, Nick, I, but yes, eunuch. I had an okay Thanksgiving. There were elements yeah. of it that I really liked. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Most of them were food. It was really uh, good yeah. food. Had some good stuffing. I'm um, sad that I'm out. I'm all out of it. But yeah. You know what? There'll be another Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I'm thankful for you too. What are you thankful for for real though? You got anything in wrestling uh, maybe that you're thankful for? Because instead of uh instead of what do you love about wrestling this week, it's what are you thankful for about wrestling? I'm thankful for Keith Lee and oh, sure. Matt Riddle. Like the from what we saw this week, and let's get into it now. We're talking about well, we're gonna talk over we're gonna talk about the takeover thing first, but let's I don't want to like skip to this. Mm. How do I talk about Keith Lee and Matt Riddle without talking about what you could, happened? You could have just you you know what? You could just say, you know what I love about wrestling Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, and just leave it at that. There you go. What about you? We'll what are you thankful for in wrestling? What this am week? I thankful for in Rastlin? Mm-hmm. Uh I actually did have something picked out, but I forgot it. So oh, no. I'm gonna have to go with Hollywood Dream. I, yeah. I enjoyed the fact that he went back to the the Hog the Hogan homage. That's two takeovers, that. right? He did the Hogan last takeover, right? Hulk homage. Um, yeah, he. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was this last ta- takeover. Uh, maybe it was two takeovers ago. Yeah, it was the yellow and red. I was do at we do your a po- place. Do, do we do a podcast about this? Uh, yeah, he was yellow and red that time, but this time it was Hollywood. Yeah, and um. It was two in a row. He, he, his whole theme of that match was busting out stuff from the past, and his character is so big that he can do it, and it feels right. It doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like Curtis Axel doing it. You yeah, know? like it right. just feels uh, with Dream doing it. It feels like uh, he's doing that stuff justice. And I think like for Dream, and I'm thinking about this now. I wasn't really. This wasn't in my head during the match because he lost. We'll go ahead and say that, and we'll get to it in a second. But um, him recalling Hogan again, uh, because I think he won the last match he did that. Is that correct? Oh, man. I don't see. I don't know. Yeah, see, we're, we're not good at memorizing We're not memorizing good at stuff. remember. <laughs> Um, that's let, that's that's wins and losses and sure. uh, finishes and what well, happened goes at which with, show. I'm I'm always going to be bad at that. Uh, yeah. Always have been. Always will be. Um, I'm more interested in the story. This would go with the story though. That so let's just say yeah. he won. I think he did win. You and, care uh, about if he won or not wearing that getup? Yeah. So he's that's grown since the first time we saw Dream. Right. Like he he was too 
when he first debuted and he was in the ring, he was losing a lot because he was too focused on showing off. Then he kind of right. grew up a little bit and he stopped showing off and he started like messing with people's minds because that was working for him. So he'd wear like their gear and mock them. Then he stopped doing that at TakeOver last time and he did the first Hulk Hogan thing and won. He comes out this TakeOver, does Hulk Hogan again because maybe he thinks that actually helps him. It makes him be like a bigger... Sure. Uh, he's channeling the Hulkster. I mean, he yeah. did Hulk up at one point in this match, so right. there's definitely some power when you don the uh, the Hollywood Hogan's getup. But he lost, so he 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 lost the the focus on himself. Like he he's not being himself. So when he, when Dream is able to be himself, we might actually see him be able to maintain a winning streak. What okay, about that. And, and what exactly does that mean? Be himself. Uh, he comes out in dream garb instead of mocking garb or a Hulk Hogan reference garb or anybody else reference. Does that make you sense? Know, I noticed this last time, and I don't know if it has to do with the Hogan. Mm -hmm. I, actually, I don't think it does. I think it's these two wrestlers, but their lockup is so fun. Yeah. I mean, dream is just... At the very beginning, their lockup. Yeah. yeah. Dream Dream is... Uh, it's his, it's his. For me, it's his movement. Yeah. Gracefulness. And there is also this uh, kind of like real viciousness too sometimes. Yeah. So. He is the constant thing in wrestling that makes me smile. Like I'll just sit back and I just have the biggest smile on my face whenever he's on the TV and I just take it all in and I love wow. every second of it. And it is. Sounds like dream. Sounds like a, sounds like a, an antidepressant. I'm thankful for dream. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, let's wonderful. Let's talk about takeover before we just spend an hour and a half about dream because I could do that. Let's talk um, about takeover. <laughs> Riddle and Owen. Um, <laughs> unsubscribe. Yeah, I would. Uh, uh, they they're here. Um, they're having fun. Uh, yeah. This we watched this. I had some friends over to watch takeover. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, Everyone was like, wow, that Ono, he's terrible. Because he is in, in this. He's he's just being a rapscallion. So they didn't like him because he's being a jerk, right? Not because they think he's just bad at what he's doing. No, <laughs> they no, they were okay. reacting to his character work. Okay, good. So like the good so reaction. Obnoxious. That is the reaction they were supposed to have, right? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay, yeah. No, they're exactly. kind. They are kind. My friends are kind enough to react to the show. Yeah. And it's a good show, uh, but... They're less trying to pick it apart. Yeah. You know, which which is nice. I love the fact that during the pre-show, Riddle is there. Just this is what you're talking about because this is where they had that reaction, I'm sure. But right. um, they were interviewing Riddle and then Ono just comes over and interrupts Riddle uh, and mocks him. And then almost every other time we see something like this on the pre-show, we never like see the repercussion of the person mocking the other individual. And here right. we see it immediately. Riddle comes out surprisingly and demands a match and we get it. You know, we weren't supposed to have, we thought we were going to get an Ono and Riddle match, which is amazing that we even got one. Um, I was impressed they threw together a nice little surprise on the yeah. pre-show like that. That was fun. Yeah. Because I have missed, you know, pre-shows before. So maybe yeah. I'll be less inclined to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought it was a fun match, even though it was super short. Like, 
it starts, uh, Riddle had his back turned, and Ono was going to come over there and just clobber him with his fist right off the bat, but Riddle turns around, he he knew what was coming, and just puts his knee into Ono's face and knocks him out. Like, he went limp. <laughs> ono couldn't even looks stand great. up straight. Yeah, it looked great. It was a nice, it was a nice uh, sequence of action events. Yeah. So right off the and, bat, uh, Riddle wins yeah. the match that wasn't supposed to happen, but we both chose Riddle if a match were to happen, right? So uh, we were yes. tied. All right. We tied both there. chose Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right after Speaking that. Speaking of Weeb, Keith Lee. Keith Lee. What about Keith Lee? Loves anime. He does love anime. Did you know There's the Webster's Dictionary defines anime as like some kind of pornography? What? Yeah. Isn't that stupid? I mean, there is an- animated pornography, but uh, anime, as I understand it, is Japanese animation, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah. He had that cool, uh, what was it, an Eevee hat? I like the Eevee hat. He was yeah. rocking on Twitter. Yeah, dude. You think he bought Let's Go Eevee? He must have gotten Let's Go Eevee. I would want to get Let's Go Eevee, I think, because of the, cho- you know, with, with the uh, evolution choices. However, mm-hmm. Raichu is also cool. Raichu is cool, but you can't, your starter Pokemon cannot evolve. <clears throat> they stay the same. I, but they probably make them, they probably souped them up, right? What do you mean? So, oh, yeah, they're perfect IVs and they're amazing stats automatically. Right. Yeah, they're great. Hey, is this and Pokemon? Those... Yeah, let's just get into Pokemon now. <laughs> let's talk about Pokemon, and we're going to yeah. have Keith Lee on as a guest, actually, yeah. to talk about Pokemon. How dope would that be? Oh, and my God. If we could find out, maybe that needs to be a segment, which NXT superstars, I don't care about video games, anime, specifically Pokemon, if they play, yes. what's going on with that? We know Rhonda loves Pokemon. Oh, my God. She ran a forum. If that's a true... That that's a rumor, I think, but I think that was true, right? Didn't she say I've she heard ran her spit some I've heard her spit some Pokemon knowledge in some interviews that I was mm-hmm. highly, highly impressed by. Yeah. Uh, she's she's played more than I wanna say probably more yeah, for sure more than I have. Okay. I'm not Jor- I'm not Jordan level. Yeah. I'm not even yeah, I don't know much. I know enough, but when you start talking about like how to figure out all the perfect IVs. I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'll see you guys later. I don't know. So anything anyway, so um, let's take a left turn back from Pokemon. <laughs> let's do sorry. It. We had Gargano. So okay. First yeah. let's recap what we already said, which was one match. We are tied. We both chose riddle. Next was, I love this. I love that. It's a competition. <laughs> I love that you kept track. <laughs> uh, Gargano and Alistair. We had, we had that match and, uh, man. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about that match because this was probably, well, I really love the Champa and Dream match so much because Dream is my favorite. I did too. Um, but Gargano and Alistair. This was a Alistair, good pay-per-view, by the way. Oh, yeah. I, does it, do we ever need to say that anymore? Um, I think so. That's what. That's why we're Hope Punk. I'm oh, say can I say so my much. one complaint about... Takeover. I think you know, we're allowed you know to I'm say five say, complaints to stay in that genre. I'm not going to say that because it's just a complaint about wrestling and it's just uh-huh. a complaint about wrestling that everyone says. What so is it? I'll it's fake? And, Come on, man. No, just too many false finishes. Oh, yeah, right? There there are too many of them. 
Uh, these are great matches, and this is the current. This is what wrestling is right now, and so like take it or leave it. So I'm not complaining like, oh my god, you know, I'm gonna stop watching. Yeah, uh, definitely not. I can definitely just be like, ah, that's the style right now, and then just like not care. Yeah, uh, but that's my, you know, that would be my preference to have less of those. That'd be nice. Yeah. My favorite thing oh, during punk. this match. <laughs> And it relates to the Champa and Dream match. I'm embracing was, that. Oh no, I'm keeping it. It's fine. Cause you're right though. We've never, <clears> you <throat> and I have never talked about the false finish thing. Any false spinach? Well, it's a, it it's actually it's like that in New Japan yeah. for me, and it's yes. like, it's sort of like how it is right now. And so, uh, you hear I the first time I heard someone ever mention something about it, uh, you know, I heard Stone Cold on his podcast say something about it and and i was like yeah yeah i kind of i felt that way and then i some one of my guests like made a comment about it and i was like <clears throat> yeah okay that's how you know so. it's too much if it's a casual viewer and they sure. mention like what why is this happening or something i don't know what their comment right, was right. but that's how you know you went a little too far with the false finishes because a few of them yeah, is fine, it, but man, that was a lot. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but I do also just totally see it as a stylistic trend. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we're this is just the setting that we're tuning our base at right now yep. because that's what we all do right now. So anyway, that it is, it feels very stylistic. Uh, so I can look past it easily, and that's it. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel you on it. I feel you. It's been said. Uh. My favorite oh, thing, I'll go back to the match. My favorite thing with Gargano and Alistair was Gargano referencing the DIY finish. You know, he put his hands up. He was going to do the, he needs the other half to pull it off. So when he did that, it was <laughs> yeah. kind of a love letter, like a love note he was leaving for Champa in the ring. Little kiss, little kiss into the air that Champa will catch in that beard. Yeah. Well, and then later, Champa also references DIY to acknowledge gargano's love note he continued the note himself he was like i'm i'm here for you like i see yeah. you leaving me that are you note. talking about the boot yes see i didn't even notice that you brought that to my attention yeah dude they were leaving love notes to each other the, the story wasn't even in the ring for these two matches like they were great matches but this was an overall like there was a bigger picture here playing into these matches and it was gargano and champa and they're they're looking across at each other saying, I see you. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I still think Gargano is doing the Trojan horse. And okay. I think Champa is playing into it. Like he's he's falling for it. Because he needs mm. to. He's about to lose that title. He's like on the cusp of losing it. He's afraid of losing it. And now he sees This is such a great Schrodinger's cat situation. Just because they haven't really addressed anything between yeah. the two of them. Yeah. So your mind is can go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I um, love it. But anyway, so that that's what I liked about these two matches because the, you could see them talking to each other, but they weren't in the ring together. Yeah. And that is such good storytelling because the pieces are yeah, there. Man. You just have to see it. And oh my God. So it's normally, so good. Normally I would, like if it were any other match i would uh i don't know maybe doubt the significance but yeah. they they've just done enough of those sorts of things that it makes sense yeah 
Yeah. So Alistair wins here. And I, did we both choose Gargano, I think? Or did you choose Black? You chose Black. I chose Black, yeah. That's right. I chose Gargano. You chose Black. So one point to you. Uh, so now you're in the lead. Good job. Great. Yeah, I kind of saw this as, uh, you know, for me it was like Alistair, the hero. Yeah. Getting one back on the villain, Gargano. Right. I felt like it had to happen. I don't know. No, it makes sense. That's the thing. Like, looking back on it, it makes sense. Like, I wanted something to happen from Gargano winning, but Gargano losing makes a lot of sense because he's he's not being himself, but also he may have lost on purpose. That was a crazy match. Yeah. I'm going to say he lost on purpose. It's part of the plan, I think he lost on purpose. Wow. It goes back to Gargano saying, trust me, I know what I'm doing. And he he gets black masked. He even tells, he even calls out Alistair, bring your black mask, bring it. I want it, you know? And he takes it. I think he wanted to take it because it is... At at first he gets out of the way and tries to pin him, but I mean, he does eventually take like three of them and... You got to make it look real. You can't make I it look I don't fake. really understand the line where, where Alistair Black is like, I'm absolving you of your sins. Yeah. Uh, I get it on one level, but it feels like, is he saying that ironically? I thought it was just, hey, you kicked me when I wasn't looking, or you knocked me da- out with brass knuckles, or whatever happened. We I want to understand know. Alistair Black's whole deal. Uh, what, like, where, where is he coming from? Because he's been mysterious long enough to where I'm just sort of like, I know the lyrics of your entrance music, but what's your whole, I want the whole deal. Why does he care so much? You know, just what, you know, my whole thing about why do they fight? Yeah. I need, I need to know why he fights. I he's think given I'm right me, there. They've yeah. given me enough because he was new, but mm-hmm. it's just been long enough to where I think the next thing for him needs to be tell us more about this character yeah like i don't know why being champion matters so much to him right like i know why it matters to champa and i think it's a beautiful story for champa even though he's kind of a villain too but like this was great because i know i knew why he was fighting johnny that made sense so like i that's not a uh a criticism on this match it's like now i want to know from the character i want to know more yeah, we both love Black. We just need to know more about him. Right? He's going directly after that title, though, because he had it yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. He was legitimately cheated out of it. So, yeah, there's plenty of motivation for that guy moving forward. Yeah. Totes. All right. So, 1 0 you, right? Okay. Or 2 1. Yeah. Really. Um, I also wanted to say that Gargano, Gargano yelling, I'm the hero. Yeah. Cap. I like that. Delusional. Uh, and I did nothing wrong. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm having a hard time reading Gargano right now. To me, he reads crazy still. Still with that Tom Cruise level of crazy that <laughs> I don't know what's going on in that noggin. I think, I and to me, the Trojan horse makes sense. I don't know. I'm just stuck on that. And that's all I can see. So, like, anything he does is kind of playing into that right now with me. Um, he also went in with that Punisher outfit. He finally took on the Punisher role, which... In his own words, he's still like mad at Ciampa, though, and wants to get the title back. Yeah. Yeah, he does say so, that. So, he says that, so... He's the hero, uh, and he's... 
that's the other thing. Like he he feels like he's the only one that should be able to take out Champa, right? It's he does his say destiny. that. Yeah, it's his destiny. Alistair Black doesn't belong in this picture. Yeah, I like that delusion. Uh, but I yeah, he is uh, one crazy fella. Yeah, I'll acknowledge that I'm probably looking past things on purpose to get my Trojan horse to make sense. Maybe he's got revenge on his mind and a new devil may care attitude. <laughs> But I will say this. Have you ever yeah. purposely said a lie feeling the other way, though? Because I've, like, back in high school days, this is what, I don't know why it came to my mind right away, but I remember telling someone specifically. Well, NXT I is, a, is a show that's set in a high school secretly. Yes, right. Yeah. UE, playground, you got it. Yeah, you're right. right. Um, I remember specifically telling someone to their face to be mean that I did not like them, even though I really loved that person. It was, you know, a girl. And mm. um, so, like, he could be, I, I don't know. It's he, mean, man. Yeah, it is mean. But um, <laughs> that's what Gargano could be doing. So, like, his, the way he talks makes sense to me because I feel gotcha. like I've been there and he might not be 100% true to himself at the moment, you know? Oh, hey, you're making some sense right there, for sure. Yeah. That makes sense. I was sort of thinking about what has he said mm-hmm. to let us know where he's at yeah. mentally. Uh, but it makes total sense that he would, you know, have mixed. It's it's the yin and the yang of that extreme. They feel extremely about each other. Yeah. how They love each other. Let's go back to that. They love each other. They were best friends. That feeling is still there no matter how much you feel on the surface that you hate that person underneath. You still love that person. So, yeah, maybe he wants to beat him for the title, but he still loves him. And Ciampa has Goldie. Ciampa has Goldie, who you contend is... Johnny. A a stand-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A a proxy. Think about this. Johnny has been called the golden boy. (laughs) So, Goldie yeah. still makes sense. Well, this is very entertaining to me, so <laughs> I accept. I will. I accept it. Yeah, Kyrie versus Shayna. All right, I chose Kyrie. Oh, great! You chose Shayna. You got another point. Great, good job. So I like this you. match, though. Mainly, yeah, it was so I good. I was looking forward to it, and it delivered in the ways that I was hoping for with gross moments where uh Shayna Baszler is being very mean and st- like stomping on <laughs> Kyrie's yeah. head yeah. and uh and her friends again establishing that pattern of 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 meddling and cheating yep. and they are a proper um you know duo of of intimidating uh Triple? henchmen Triple. basically oh, hench- those two girls yeah, uh, yeah. women minions. ladies uh, cohorts, minions. Of, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they are great at that. Yeah. And so, uh, and I love, I'm all over the place with this match right now, but I really love to get to see Dakota Kai come in. And Io. And, and Io Shirai. Oh. What did you think about that? Io Shirai's flip was so graceful. Dude, like... It was a good I, flip. And, and, and wearing jeans, you know? Oh. So, Dude, the, as you know, the in form. jeans are constricted. Of the flip, great. she had like the yeah. perfect, the perfect bend, <laughs> you know, like it just looks so great. It was like you were watching a gymnast uh, and, and, during the Olympics. Dakota Kai really kicked the shit out of uh, <laughs> out of Jessamine Duke. Yeah, uh, wonderful. 
Yeah. And then Kyrie did the outside the ring insane elbow on everyone. That was amazing. I just, uh, with the, like, she has a shattered elbow, you know, story-wise, I would think. Hopping all over the place here, but Kyrie, uh, I like how she came out of the gate, like, attacking Mm -hmm. Baszler really fast. Yeah. Um, And I like that Baszler gets the first win with help, basically. Yeah, right. And Kyrie comes back to tie it. Um, and then I really like the finish of this. The match. finish makes sense because Kyrie's still hurt. Like Kyrie hit right. Shayna with a hurt elbow. And then Shayna, beca- it wasn't a hard hit because she- Kyrie still has a hurt elbow. So Shayna Shana's can pin, flip it Shana's over. pin looked so inescapable. Yeah. It, it was so well done and, and hooked in. Uh, so she ends up looking like someone who can beat you clean or dirty yeah yeah yeah. and will and will and will and the setup of that stable like (laughs) i just want to see more we're gonna get a tag team match out of this right we're gonna get a stable versus stable and i'm so excited to see Kyrie, eo and dakota versus the force horses it's gonna be great the force horses and what's kind of nice is that the audience up on the main roster is kind of turning on Rhonda. Yeah. I think because oh of God. some of her promos, just yeah. some of what he, she says, like that people don't like uh, a portion of the audience don't like. And then a, yeah. another portion do. And that's the whole point of the show. Right. Uh, but, but like the fact that she's being turned on and she's being set up with this great feud with Becky, uh, hopefully Becky gets better soon. Um, just makes it, line up and now and now charlotte's turned evil and so things are starting to line up i don't know how you would have two evil teams against each other my point is i think it I just works i'm envisioning i'm projecting it'll yeah. work who's the eventually. stronger evil team like you got to have a stronger evil team and they have to fight it out right well the thing I is think. like with becky and sh- with becky and uh ronda you know becky was the heel Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just not how the audience was. Um, and then Charlotte, though, Charlotte just went, she really went ballistic. Yeah. Uh, Rhonda has her own YouTube channel that not a lot of people watch, and she will go into like character and stuff and sometimes go out of character, but she showed off all the bruises she got from that beatdown from Charlotte, and it was extensive. That was ridiculous. That was very violent. Yeah. It was... Uh, it was hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, and like my whole thing is a kendo stick doesn't really hurt that bad, but she got hit so much with it that yeah, it probably freaking hurt. <laughs> so what the what these wrestlers have and this is this mm-hmm. is a total um total non sequitur, but I it's I don't, you know, we're this is our show or we're talking to each other. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, you and me. uh what's crazy about this moment for for these women is that they have a, a ton of momentum, mm-hmm. and here's Ronda Rousey, and so it's it's just a nice confluence, and so they're trying to all make the most money and and get into the main event, right? And so Charlotte, uh, her performance was over. It was just great. I don't know. I wanted to ask you because often you know you're you're a you're a, you're an eye critic. You know, you look at the eyes. Yeah. 
and she went ballistic. Did you get to watch that? Uh, did you? I saw the beatdown. That's all I saw. I didn't see the whole match okay. or anything. I need to go back and watch the match. Um, and we'll get back to guys. We'll get back to NXT in a second. We'll but get yeah, back to it. No, you're right. Uh, Charlotte. Charlotte's been doing this for so long, right? She was when I first started watching wrestling a couple of years ago. Uh, Charlotte was a heel, and that's that was her at her best for me. And that's how I became a big Charlotte fan. And then she goes to SmackDown and becomes kind of a babyface for some reason. It was kind of like a a a refresh on Charlotte. It was just kind of right. all of a sudden. Like it was hard to accept for me because it was just a sudden change. Uh, it wasn't a build to being a babyface. It was just, hey, I'm a good now. And now she's bad again. And I love it. Like, I love that fierceness of Charlotte because she looks big in the ring because she's taller. Uh, she's got that muscular build, so this character makes sense. Everything she does plays into that um, that beatdown. And the face, she sold it. She just looked vicious. Scary. Uh, sure, yeah. Um, so Definitely yeah. knows what she's doing uh, yeah. with that character. So that was good. Yeah. Um, Kyrie Bershana, yeah. Anything, <laughs> yeah. You're right. Kyrie did good. <laughs> this match was just great. I it was yeah. it was uh you know what I was hoping for. So, I guess I did choose Shayna. Yeah, you did. So you know it's uh three three one you great good job. Um, the one thing three one because of Champa and Dream. No three one because of Riddle. I got one point for Riddle. So did you? And oh, then you gotcha, got two points gotcha. for Kyrie and Black. Um. So the one thing I noticed that Percy said during the recap of this past episode of NXT, he said that there was kind of a Kyrie may have brought her shoulder up. I didn't see that during the actual match at Takeover. Did you see that? Dang. Uh was this on the first fall or the last fall? I think it was the last fall where Shayna counters the insane elbow and pins her. Okay. Um, he said that she lifted her shoulder, so I think they're trying to create some kind of tension there, but I didn't notice that. I didn't notice it. Um, I thought she was down for the whole count, so, um, anyway, I just wanted to see if you saw that and if I was crazy, but apparently both of us didn't see it. Maybe um, we'll find out more. And they definitely didn't talk about it at TakeOver, so I feel like they're retconning that in. And that's a thing, like, I don't like retconning, but... You know, whatever. I mean, I may have missed it, and I haven't gone back to check and see if Percy's telling the truth. I would not assume... Yeah, I wouldn't assume (laughs) they're retconning it. They probably have an angle that makes it... Yeah, But the thing is, like, uh, the whole show is a retcon of reality. Like, you know, so... But, like, they'll... Whenever it's close, they they can play with it. Sure. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I mean, like, if it's leading into more feud and with Shayna and Kyrie, I'm all for it because I love that feud. I like them too. And I don't want to see Shayna away from NXT yet. I want to keep her and I want to see these uh, two stables go at it for quite some time. Um, let's get to the next match. Champa versus Dream, which Thank was you. my, it, that was my match of the night because we saw this play out at our house show here in St. Louis. And then we see it again here. It's true. I, yeah. Such a good match. Uh, Champa does the reference to DIY. Leaves a love letter. I already said that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I chose Champa. You chose Champa. 
And I did. now it's uh I guess four one? No, four. I wanna two. say I wanna Something say like my match of the night real quick though, but mine was Kyrie and Shayna because oh, yeah. I think because they did not abuse the false finishes as much I as everyone that, else. Yeah. Also, yeah. I just liked actually I just liked the match the best. But this match was also amazing and I loved the fact that we got to see sort of a a preview. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you know what I really even though it had false finishes, we did have straight well, that, up wrestling I, yeah, the entire okay. night. Like we did. No yeah. interference, you know, except for you know, the Shanna's friends, but I don't call that interference because we kind of well, we had good, we had uh, finishes. Yeah, we had finishes, right? Exactly. Um, we didn't have Lars come out during Champa and Dream. We didn't have Gargano interfere like I had thought might happen. Uh, Champa Lars didn't is going to smack interfere. Down. Yeah. So. See you, Lars. Bye. Well, that's the other thing. We got to talk about that when we talk about the recap. But like, yeah, they mentioned that Lars is still gunning for the NXT championship and then they build up Keith Lee versus Lars at the very end of the episode or not very end of the episode but sure. they did build that up and now we're not going to get that so we just got to forget that it happened I don't know oh no no I think I think we'll still get it uh we'll probably I would I would see um Keith Lee winning but maybe yeah. not but uh yeah, yeah I mean then he goes can't. to Smackdown yeah, There's always overlap. Always. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't see Lars having an extended title show. Like, he's not going to have the title for a long time. He can't. Well, if, it doesn't I mean, make if sense. Keith Lee beats him, then and he goes to smack. I mean, it, they, yeah. they'll probably mention the fact that, because that, they've already shown promos for him on SmackDown. So they'll probably yeah. mention it on NXT that he's going to SmackDown. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, he so could just it'll say probably all that be out there. Um, he if you know, it's still conceivable that just because he's going to SmackDown, that he could be wanting the NXT title. Maybe he wants to take it to SmackDown, or maybe be, he doesn't want mean. something so small and he talks it down and he just leaves. You know, what a jerk! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he won't. That would he, be, won't, he wouldn't do such a thing. You don't think the so? NXT title is? It's just it's been it's been really. A wonderful title with lots yeah. of great matches around it. Yeah. No, I agree. I, yeah. yeah, I just don't know the timing. Like, the story they're building with Champa and Gargano and how that plays into losing the title to Lara, it, it feels, in my head, messy, but... There's plenty of time. Uh, yeah, there is. All you gotta do is get everyone a part dance partner. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. not much more complicated than that. Uh, did you have anything about Champa and Dream that you wanted to call out, partic- like specifically? Uh, you know what? Uh, this match was just, re- just a really well fought. Um, I like the. Fa- I did want to say I like the fact that uh, Champa wins, sort of by virtue of the fact that there was a metal plate between the two rings, yeah. which oh is wonderful. God. It's it's situational. It's another example of Champa sort of picking up. A big advantage off of a fluke occurrence, you know. His, just his so awareness happens. is so good because he started go. pulling up the mat outside of the ring so he could really destroy Dream out there, just like he does in all those big matches that matter to him. He's a clever rat. He is that that man. And that metal he's gonna, out, he's gonna, Oh my god! In between, he's going to take his. So he's going to take his cheese back to his rat hole. <laughs> squeak about it. His golden cheese. Um, 
What do you what do you think that is? Cheddar, mild cheddar, sharp cheddar. Uh, for me, it's gonna be like aged cheddar. Like that's okay. the be- that's go- that's golden cheese. Yeah, I liked. I I had to rewind that moment where he threw the towel at Maro because I didn't know what he was doing. That happened so fast that uh, I thought he was. I thought a fan had hit him and he was yelling at a fan. Ah, and uh, yeah, he threw I didn't a towel at. Uh... Morrow and got him to pipe down for just yeah. a second. I love that. that was you know, really he was fun. he was angry. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was a great match. Fun. You're still in the lead with points. Good job. Whatever. Wow. Um, I want to say that one of my guests got every match. He was he was five and zero. Oh. Wow, that's crazy. So. Undisputed era versus Potpourri. I was. I we both kind, chose Undisputed Era. Yeah, we did. And it's so funny. We look back and it's like, of course, like I felt like the safe end was for Potpourri to win. And but I did love how it, they did pull it off, which was um Ricochet and oh my god, why can I not think of the Bruiserweight's name right now? Pete Dunn. Pete um, Dunn. Ricochet and Pete Dunn having to cover Cole at the same time. There you go. That was a beautiful, like, that is so beautiful to me. Because they put aside <laughs> their differences, right? They had differences. Um, yeah. And they both they cover they the man they both hate the most. You know, like, that's the dude they both hate so much, and they both cover him. And that's him why you God. don't make a bunch of enemies, because they're going to all pile up on top of you. <laughs> yeah. At some point, all your enemies are going to make a body pile on top of you yep and if you've made enough enemies that that crushes you too bad what would you think about <laughs> fish chaining up done and throwing the key in the audience and then the ref not utilizing that five minutes <laughs> he had five minutes to go to the key. Hell. yeah yeah oh no they should have they should have uh you know bolt cutters on standby Spare keys. Um, there's no reason why <laughs> they're locks at all. You yeah, know. that's true. Because they could so just be like, you're not allowed. It was right a now. little bit of fun extra drama. Yeah. Where you could allow Adam Cole to just kind of like yell shitty things uh, yeah. to Pete Dunn in the cage. But but um, yeah, it was funny. Bobby yeah. Fish was very funny in that part. The fact that they had Undisputed Era chairs. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I really like Cole going to the top, and that was unexpected for me. But it was super... That was another strategy they had. He was like, I'm going to go up here. Ricochet's obviously going to follow me. And if he got Ricochet to fall off, they would have automatically won. And I thought that was such a great strategy. And I I really thought that was the moment when they were going to win. I wasn't paying attention to how much time was left, but... I thought that it was, was fun. This was a fun uh, roller coaster of a match yeah. that doesn't make much sense sense in the real world. But yeah. as far as like an avant garde spot match extravaganza of fun and and drama mm-hmm. and fighting and throwing, it was great. I loved it. So um, I I'm trying to think. I mean, you had a lot of opportunity for UE to show their character again, and they're always fun to watch yeah. in these situations. Um, and Ricochet to me was the standout. Oh, dude, he oh, and, did and, like a but three also flip. Roderick Strong. Can I say Roderick Strong was the other standout? Yeah, he did uh, great. 
<laughs> anyway, but yeah, Ricochet was amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this. Isla watched this match with me <laughs> from wow. beginning to end because uh, she wasn't, I wasn't supposed to be home, right? Like I was supposed to be at your place. I got something in my tire, which sure. still isn't fixed yet because that's bogus. I'm a doofus. So I got to go fix that anyway. So I've been stuck at home and, uh, Don't cuss. yeah, I watched the entire match with Isla and she's like, she's five, just turned five. And she was wondering if they were really hurt. And I was trying to explain how they're pretending to make it more, um, entertaining. So like when Pete Dunn was doing his digit stuff, <laughs> she was like, ah, what? why is he still there yeah. you know like why is he doing this um i was like give me your hand and i pulled her finger down i said does this hurt and obviously it didn't and i said now start saying ow 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 and she started saying that and i was like isn't that more fun to pretend and she was like oh yeah i get it now so yeah i thought that was a good that's daddy neat. daughter moment that's neat <laughs> they they i mean you could let her know later in life that it is kind of like full contact theater yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh but uh but that they are genuinely you know if they're good protecting each other yeah um, right i can't speak to the safety of this, these things right it doesn't seem safe to me <laughs> oh she definitely saw the red <laughs> the blood on hansen she goes, what's that red yeah. stuff on Hanson's back? And I'm like, ah, they showed it for one second. And of course she got that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pay-per-views are rough. Pay-per-views yeah. have color sometimes. Oh yeah. Especially when they're surrounded by a chain link fence. So, um, you win, you won. Good job. Great. I mean, so happy I for think you. we win the fans, the audience, yeah. uh, you and I, uh, everyone wins who watches NXT because it's such a fun show. Um, another good one yeah do we want to get let's get into the recap the actual recap let's from this do week. it yeah the okay. recap let's recap the recap keith let's lee and fidel bravo yeah fidel i this was a takeover match right that wasn't aired obviously because it looked bigger yes okay good right that's what i thought and that guy was a local talent and uh he was interesting um he was funny to me and yeah. i liked his performance he just sold well he kind of oh. stood up to Keith Lee in a fun yeah. in a fun way. Uh, you disrespecting and, me? Yeah, and he had a great strong mustache. Yes, he did. So, and I've seen him before on Two Hundred Five Live, and so oh, um, okay. Apparently, you look at that guy, and he's like a very useful guy to have on your show, huh? Because uh, Keith Lee looked great. Yeah, and I thought I was glad it went longer than I thought because he came out, and I thought it was going to be that six second match. And uh, he just kept going. He kept it. He was like toying with his some uh, good character time yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, but you know, nothing story wise came from that. But the next match we did get something story wise, which was Lars versus another, I guess, local talent, Keita Murray. I think Keita was the first name. I didn't really get it, but Murray was definitely the last name. Um, man, Lars just kind of had his way with that guy. Um. It ga it gave me an idea, like, if Lars does get the title, I would like to see a Mortal Kombat type situation where there everyone has to climb this ladder against each other to try to take out the monster and who, who who's able to take out Goro, because Lars is kind of like Goro to me. I probably he, lost, like, everyone on this. You know <laughs> what? I, I, I think <laughs> a lot of people remember climbing that Mortal Kombat mountain of champions yeah um lars 
candy bars is a big fella. <laughs> uh, he's going to SmackDown. Yeah. I, so you know, I don't get to I don't get to think about him as NXT champion anymore. Unless this is imagine if they swerved us, like they announced a SmackDown debut and then put the guy in the title picture, and everyone was like, "Of course he's not going to." And then he wins. Yeah. And then like, so. Anyway, my point is that even I could be wrong, but I'm not thinking about him in the title picture anymore because of this. Yeah, that's exactly how I'm thinking, which would be the best time to swerve us. How right? tight would I that be? Because I think we're all thinking they're not. I don't think they're going to do that, but that'd be fun. But why not? In my opinion. They've, they've never done it, so why they, not do it? I, well, I'll say this too. They, they also have kept NXT pretty separate. Yeah. And that might be for the best, Yeah, actually. Yeah. So I, that's and okay. Now, now that I'm thinking through, because I'm thinking like, what if I'm Paul Levesque? Uh, first of all, I'm wanting to prove that this thing can stand on its own completely. Mm-hmm. Second of all, if I get involved with main roster stuff, all of a sudden my creative control has diminished to some degree. Yeah. Uh, so maybe don't. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but it could be fun. It would be fun. Um. So this was <laughs> it, hope punk. <laughs> yeah. This guy's uh, a hope punk. It was a, a decent match. It showed Lars off again, you know, I not necessary, but the thing we got after this, which was great. So like Lars beats the guy and then he continues beating him down after the pin. Right. Um, and Keith Lee comes out to kind of be like, Hey, don't, don't be a, don't be a bully Lars. And uh, yeah, that was being a bully. Keith is bigger than Lars. I don't think I've seen Keith standing next to Lars before. I told you, man, that Keith Lee is a big boy. And then then those two together, uh, I would love to see them clash. Yeah. Uh, Just just Keith Lee with all that charisma. Lars with all that whatever the opposite of charisma is that makes you Uh, not like him. Yeah. Uh, Great, 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 uh, like clash of of personalities and. it would. It, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm thinking like Keith. There's no way he'd be able to do. Lars is so big, and I just assume he's heavy as like a three ton boulder. You do. He's probably. He feels like he's dense. Like yeah. he's probably made of rocks. And Keith still pulls off his signature move where he goes across the ring, bounces off the rope, and then like shoulder bar like. Just shoulder hits That's Lars. Great. Yeah, lifts him off the mat, dude, and sends him flying. Keith Lee is just an absolute uh specimen. His strength is 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 amazing. Yeah. Uh, and that move requires so much lower and upper body strength and control. Um yeah, he just threw a mountain across the ring. It was dope. It was great. And I want to see that match. And I guess that like in all seriousness, if you're Paul, that's how you get Lars off NXT product, right? You you have Keith Lee versus Lars. Keith I Lee love wins. the appeal of that match too, because yeah. they're both such athletic, um, you know, phenomenon. That's how, not the right word. Talk they're about, really impressive. They're they're you know they're really impressive to watch. Yeah, and so it's going to be a quite a clash. That's an instant build for Keith like because Lars has been built as this monster never really loses 
I think he lost the one time because he got black. His time to the has face come. Like Will times. he go the way of Ryback? Right. Or Braun? Oh. Who oh knows? yeah. It's a good point. I guess we'll see. I think um, he'll go the way of Lars. Yeah. But we'll never discuss it because it's not main roster. We're NXT nope. only, man. Only. <laughs> Except for that 20-minute Charlotte <laughs> conversation we had at the beginning. Charlotte um, is locked in. She's a, she's an NXT Hall of Famer in my yeah. book. So is Becky. So is Sasha. Well, soon, wh- what is it? Uh, where do we cut it off, man? Because soon everyone on the main roster is going to be from NXT. It's like we could talk about great. anybody. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, then we had uh, Gargano and Black promo. Um, I don't know. There's not much else to say here. We kind of talked yeah, about... I, yeah, that's all rehash. Yeah, and then we had Dream Champa again. Um, Champa yep. made a couple of... I think he had that interview backstage or whatever. He was just saying again that he's the champ. No one can take him on. Um, there you go. Yeah, and then we had an actual match, which hey. was interesting to me. It was Cro- Nikki Cross versus... Uh, Candice, LeRae, and... Uh, this was a good match. It was a great... It was a great match. Um, <laughs> yeah. Candice came out wearing uh, her normal garb. She wasn't wearing the black stuff. She wasn't uh, the heel Candice that I thought, except... Candice? She wasn't well, dressed as heel Candice. She was definitely acting like heel Candice. Um, she... Sure. Yeah. What were you going to say? She, she was, hasn't... She hasn't been... She hasn't been... Because we've just been given a hint... Right. Of a heel, Candace. Yeah. But um, Johnny was pretty bubbly out there, too. So they yeah. sort of are maintaining their sly, wry, smiling, styling. Yeah, but her fighting was so harsh. Like she was doing some brutal stuff. Um, she, at one point, Nikki She's was. pissed at Nikki, for yeah. sure. Nikki was yeah. like laying on the ground. Candace goes over there and picks Nikki's head up by her hair. And then she like stomps her head to the mat, and I was like, "Oh That's yeah, not that, a Candace yeah. move." And that was, that was great. That, yeah. that was like really well punctuated, and the audience all reacted well. Yeah, that was that my was favorite part of the match. I was really surprised Nikki won because Nikki's also uh, going to the main roster. She already debuted or debutted on SmackDown. Gotta stop being surprised about stuff, man. I know, man. Classic. I, it's the classic problem being a wrestling fan. Do you feel like this we was the end of Nikki Krause on NXT or is this going to be a feud that still lasts for a little bit? Because I felt like, to mm. me, this wasn't a... Well, okay. <laughs> I wanted Candice to de- be... They do, de- they do main roster yeah. uh, debuts differently all the time for different people. Okay. Like where, the, the, where it's like they'll show up and then they won't show up and then they'll show up again and it's like slow mm-hmm. um, or... I don't know, or or it'll be, they're just done with NXT. So yeah, um, who are we talking about, Nikki? I, talking Nikki, about Nikki might be, yeah, Nikki. I don't, you know, it just all depends on, you know, what certain people think about her on the main roster. Do you feel like this match was good enough to be the end of the feud between her and Candice? Because I feel like. I don't know how to say, like, I don't know exactly how I feel, but when I saw Nikki win, when I experienced that moment, I feel like Candace didn't get what she wanted, and I wanted what Candace wanted, which was for her to beat Revenge Nikki and shut her up. Revenge snitching. Yeah. Okay. But All right. I don't know. Like I, She might not get revenge for snitching. 
Right. You know what I mean? Because uh, from the perspective of this being, you know, Candace is in the wrong here. Yeah. And Nikki was just, you know, doing a good thing. Yeah. Uh, she may not, Candace may not, may not get one up on, on. No, Nikki, you're right. But she and might. I also kind of like the idea of this being the end to that feud. And it was definitely not what I had thought would be the end, you know, and I have to come to terms with that just like Candace has to come to terms with that. So I, I like that idea. So, uh, Nikki's, Nikki's finish to this was really great. And is that her normal finisher? Because I don't remember seeing that. The purge, she hasn't used, uh, as much. And so they did mention that, um, Candace was the first person to kick out of that. Oh. Uh, and this match was the kind of match that does make both wrestlers look good. So yeah. um, that's what I took away from it, just as a casual fan watching, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I thought it was fun. So, man, we did the entire takeover and this episode recap. We're right under an hour. I love it. That's great. 59 minutes, 50 Seconds, 52 seconds. I, I can keep and I'll just touch on NXT UK real quick because yeah. I didn't get to see all of it. But um, the tournament for the women's title came down to Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm, oh. uh, which Tony Storm and Ginny had an amazing match. Uh, so definitely check that one out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think we know who won this thing. Like, I'm going to guess it's been spoiled. It's been spoiled. I'll just say that. I didn't um, see it, but well, I'll let Rhea? I'll let well, I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't been spoiled on it. Turn turn it off. No, turn don't it turn off. off the podcast. Turn yeah, it off turn right it off. now. Never yeah. never open it again. <laughs> Unsaid. Bad decision. Shouldn't be listening to us wasting your time. Waste. Hey, Wait a second. Um so yeah, spoiler alert. Uh Rhea Ripley won, I think. Yeah. Now we think. So we don't even know if it's a real spoiler. Well, I'm like 95% sure. Okay, yeah. I'm mo- I'm Since I already knew that from a long time ago, I'm most interested in where uh, it, it goes from there. Yeah. Just because I have been watching the show. It's a good show. God, and I cannot. Jordan Devlin is a hell of a wrestler, and that and that, yeah. that, that Dave Mastiff is a, is a hell of a big fella yeah. yep. and a good wrestler. So, you know, watch the show. If you have time. I can't wait for the clash. There's going to be a clash and we're going to get Rhea versus maybe even Shayna. Like who's the best baddie, you know, like that is a showdown I want to see. Oh, oh my well, God. It hurts from that. I like the idea of, uh, I like the idea of, of champions in the NXT show being or NXT UK show being stars on NXT. Yeah. Because Pete yeah. Dunn is a star on NXT I'm sure they've got plans for Rhea Ripley to show up on NXT. Um, and yeah, there, uh, yeah, great crossover uh, stuff that could happen there. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, great. That was, I th- we saw a lot of great wrestling in the past week. We did. So I think we'll keep doing this. Sure. Yeah. We're, this is episode 33. That means we've been doing oh, I this for- ask- I want to ask a, if, if anyone... Did anyone answer our question last time? Probably not. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> I don't I even mean, remember. 1,000 people responded. What happened? What happens next? What happens next on it? Next up in XT. Um, 
I want to know if you think it's like necessary that uh, the NXT UK champ be a star on NXT. I don't think show. it's. I don't think it's necessary in the long run, but I think. Well, hold on. Now I'm just saying stuff without thinking about it. We we'll come back to it next week. How about the that? fact that they call it NXT means that I think there should be crossover. Because if there wasn't going to be crossover, why call it NXT other than brand recognition, right? Just well, brand and model, because yeah. a lot of it is the attitude, the the production, the kind of matches, the kind of build up they do, the kind of booking yeah. they do. But they've already had uh, crossover. Dakota Kai's been blue, on UK. Done. Yeah. You know, well, Dunn is from UK, but Dakota Kai isn't. So, like, yeah, I well, mean, she's, already... she's in the Commonwealth. I think they're sort sure. of like using people from the Commonwealth. Yeah, I Canadians guess. are going to be next. Yeah, uh, but anywho, good. Yeah, good talking about it. Yeah, that was fun. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate it, and we'll see you uh, next week. Stick around Absolutely. for maybe some game talk. Starman's Corner. I do this too. I play video games and I'm playing Minute. I got Minute on my Switch because it went on sale. And uh, that's what? a fun little adventure game. Tell me about... Oh, it is an adventure game? Tell me about Minute. Like, Feels like... Yeah. What is that? <laughs> what is it Minute? It is a game where you die every minute. So the cl- the clock is kicking, ticking down, but you're like making changes to the world around you. Okay. And going from base to base to where, you know, once you die, you, you can go back at this other base. So, uh, why do you die every minute? And is there anything you can do to not die after a minute? Two questions. No. Um, so dying isn't something to avoid in this game. Okay. It's not like bad to die. It's It's just a function of, yeah, it's just a function of the game. So like you want to get stuff done before you die. And so sometimes you need, 30 seconds to do that. So you just press B and you auto destruct after that to go back to your base. Um, hmm. And sometimes you need like, it gets close. Like you need almost all the 60 seconds to, to do something. Um, and so, yeah, you're just uh, kind of, it's an adventure game with some role play elements where you're like leveling up your equipment and getting new equipment and going places. Uh, but just that function of just having a minute to get, this thing done Hmm. um, is uh, just makes it interesting because you know, I guess it makes it so that you know, whatever you have to do can be done within a minute. So it just, it just narrows things down and makes it fun. Is there a story reason why you're dying every minute? Do you have like some kind of disease or? No, Uh, there is a story, but the story is just told through little animations and very few not a lot of text so is that game black and white because i'm it's starting to come back to me that i've seen screens of it this is. game okay 
Yes, right, yeah, I it's know black exactly. and white, and it's sort of in a different aspect ratio too. Like I think it's oh. like four by three aspect ratio. Oh. So then it's got black bars on the side for the switch. For the switch, okay. yeah, it would be just blank on the side, and it yeah. doesn't feel like black bars because it's a black and white game. Yeah, neat. I like that. I gotta give that. You said that was on sale, right? So I'll give the it a music try. is really good. Uh, yeah, it was on. It's on sale right now uh, okay. on the Switch eShop. I don't know. They don't call it that, do they? Yeah. Um, oh, Nintendo eShop. But I, I would say this game is unique and fun, and I've enjoyed it so far. Played it about an hour. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking. Well, I guess I'm not Maybe really not looking. Much. I need to finish some games. That's what I need to do because I've been playing. I was playing Red Dead. Uh, Redemption 2 for a little, for a while. I still love that game. Uh, I was playing Hitman 2. I picked that up. But uh, last Friday, when we were recording, <clears throat> uh, Pokemon was delivered to my door. Let's go Pikachu. With Wonderful. Uh, two Pokeballs. And um, I have played that game nonstop ever since. I took a break from playing that game to watch NXT. But uh, other than that, I've been playing wow. nonstop. That's how much I love that game. Thank you for putting down the Switch to watch NXT. But uh, yeah, that cool. It, it's it's a solid formula that they've only like this is the second time they've remade the game. Yeah. So they just keep making it better and shining it up and making it easier, making things like leveling and uh, breeding easier. Yeah, there's no breeding in the game, I don't think, in this one. Like, they have that area. They have that, uh, what do you call that? Daycare. Daycare. They have the daycare, but they don't breed there. They just level right, there's up. No breeding in, there's no breeding in that generation, I guess. Oh, okay. So there wasn't. Okay. So it's still a faithful remake. Um, so they yep. just level them up automatically if you leave them there for a while, which I forgot that I did. So I'm glad we're having this conversation so I can go back to the daycare you. and pick them up. Um, he's probably been missing me. Um, wondering when daddy's going to pick him up from daycare. It's been a while. Um, they make the gimmick rewarding. So the gimmick would be the Pokeball for this, for this game, right? Like some people I saw posting about how they weren't going to get it because it's just another kind of like, it's an expensive gimmick. DLC to speed up grinding, right? Right. But they make it rewarding in the fact that you are leveling up if you're, so I drive, when I'm driving, I'll take the Pokeball with me and I'll just kind of just gently rub the ball on my thigh while I'm driving, right? Uh, and yeah. <laughs> You're breaking my heart. You're just breaking my heart with this thing, man. Why? Because the intended thing is for you to get experience from walking. No, 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 no. That's not true. The okay. intended thing is, yes, walking, but also playing with the Pokemon. And there's a stat for playing and uh. a stat for petting. So, like, if you are th- kind of mimicking a throw, you're playing with the Pokemon. If you are gotcha. rolling the ball around gently, that's petting the Pokemon. And he makes... I do I do like that. That's Yeah. Neat. They make different noises, too. Like, they'll make a uh, very satisfied noise when you're petting them. And then uh, they'll make a playful, like, louder noise if you're playing with them. Um, so, yeah, you can... It's intended to do what I'm doing. So, you know. Well, um, then dang it. I'm I'm not sad then. I'm happy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, when you get back and you put the Pokemon back into the game to see how much you've leveled up and how happy they yeah. were with their trip inside the ball, um, you get candy and stuff for the Pokemon to level up even more. 
So that's great because yeah. why? I mean, the whole thing is uh, why make why make people grind a, a ton, right? Yeah, I so like that, that. You know, most JRPGs, uh, JRPGs have mm-hmm. uh, made that stuff easier. So. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was because I've been playing Pokemon Crystal on yeah. the uh, what do you call it, virtual console, mm-hmm. and I love that game. It's really fun, and, and I'm having fun. But yeah, the grinding just takes longer, and you know, you know what they added in this that I really like being able to brush <laughs> Pikachu or Eevee's hair. You can style the hair. That's neat. I think you could do stuff like that in, in the DS ones, right? I like pet your Pokemon. You could pet them and stuff. I didn't, I don't think you could style their hair and stuff, but I found, no, my, yeah, I've yeah. seen some fun styling of the, uh, it was funny because even like using the different, different amount of fingers swiping on the screen will do different hairstyles so that's fun it's a cute game it's good to play with your kid but also uh i like playing it by myself too so and i'm 35 it looks very it looks very very cute i on the other end of the spectrum i saw the uh trailer for pokemon uh you know pikachu detective yes i think is what they're calling that detective pikachu detective Pikachu. Uh, i like I like very much the the monstrous monsters. <laughs> oh my god! You know, yeah, they the need grotesque. to be. They need to be like that because some of those monsters—they are monsters, by the way. They're pocket monsters. That's Pokemon, right? So, yeah. Um, some of those are very dark characters, and they should look weird and should look sketchy. You know, in a well, sense. I just like that. I like. I just like that they went with a different artistic. Uh, I you know attitude than just the regular anime drawings. Yeah, no, like so uh, something new to look at. Yeah, realistic, us. right? If they existed in the real world, this is how they would probably look. You know, realistic is kind of makes sense because they have like fur and hair and stuff, and yeah. and uh, but even they do still look like fantastical creatures. But right. they just, I like that they are a little more threatening. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word. I mime Mr. Mime looks crazy. I I'm love it. Freaked out by him a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. As you would be if they were walking around. My God, yes. He doesn't have any clothes on. That's his entire body. It's I have crazy. one other game to talk about. Yeah, Hyperlight Drifter. I like that game. I haven't played it in a ye- oh, couple of it years. It came out like I I want to say it came out a thousand years ago. Yep, on uh, PC. Like, <laughs> but uh, I'm playing it on Switch. It's really good. I really like the music. Um, that's my valuable video game opinion. Well, I got a question really on good. that though. Can you play I that really... multiplayer on oh, snap through the cloud, like through not not couch internet? co-op internet co-op? There you go. I actually don't know, and I don't know anything about the multiplayer. I just have played. I I don't know maybe half of the game. Yeah, and I just am in it, and it's it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of a hipster game, but it's fun. I liked it. I found it hard to sit behind my computer just to play that game. I That's a game that I would probably finish if I had it handheld. So if that's on sale, I'd probably give that a shot too. It's very hard. Yeah. Frustrating at times. But it's it's like its story is sort of in the environment. And it's very subtle in its visual cues. Mm-hmm. And... The music, like I mentioned, is beautiful. The characters are all interesting. Uh, the colors. So 
there's plenty of motivation there. And the death mechanic is really forgiving. Like you just pick up, you know, at the last checkpoint. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so all of those, you just need to know all those things. Cool. Thank you. You playing anything else? Because I've just been playing Pokemon. That's it. What I do is I will play some video games and then I'll think maybe I should play Darkest Dungeon and then I play Darkest Dungeon <laughs> for and that's all I play and yep. then I suffer a horrible horrible loss that's so demoralizing that uh I stop playing for a little bit. So um I'm 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 in my not Darkest Dungeon phase. Okay. Got it. I'll say one more thing about the Pokemon Let's Go series. Uh, you, there's a rival, right? So you get to name your rival. I named my rival Nicholas because I thought it would be fun oh, to see dang. Nicholas being mean to me uh, throughout the entire he's an, game. He's an asshole. He says, smell you later. <laughs> he's actually really nice and helpful. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not exactly how I thought this would go. Like a rival, I just assumed would be like really negative toward my character the entire time and I thought yeah. it would be funny. So is is Gary not the rival? Like the Gary type character? I don't know who Gary is. From the anime like he's a brown haired boy who He's brown haired. Is, he's mean? He's not mean. He's Maybe been they made very the, helpful. the rival nice. They made the rival nice. That's you know. Yeah. I mean he like wants to always fight when he comes around but it's like a yeah a nice like I don't I don't know how to put it but well, i'll tell you this the rival in generation two is a huge dick and he's okay. super evil and he's all about abusing his pokemon oh yeah all right well i mean okay there's been that too where it's kind of weird you're fighting what are essentially pets that you love it's almost like uh <laughs> i've seen that before i'm sure that's an old argument but it's almost like dog Dude, fighting you know that's why they need to get away from this cute I mean, I know they make money on the cute, but they need to lean into these monsters being like monsters. Yeah. So then it's not you're fighting pets. Yeah. But then you're you not, know? if they weren't cute, I wouldn't buy it. So it's like a catch 22. Uh, well, it's, oh, it's so hard. How do you do that? That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Although people buy it for the cuteness. Um, They're cute in this game too, but they're already ghosts. Uh, Yokai Watch is a Pokemon type game where you're fighting ghosts. So they're already dead. Damn. Maybe you make the monsters already dead. Maybe they reveal that in the next gen. Hmm. Final so note on Starman's corner for me <laughs> is going to be, have you played Nidhogg 2? <laughs> I have not, but I heard it's great and I want to. Is that a game that you could play online with other people? You can play online and it just came out on switch. Yeah. Maybe. So. I, did you get it? I'm thinking about getting it because my friend Justin just messaged me that he got it. So, I'm okay, about getting it. I want to play some games online. So, play some games. Let's get some Nidog and play some Nidog. Deal. All right. All right. Bye. Bye bye. Down down da down. Da.